hello again. This is part two of Stay in Ephesus. And uh, I didn't want to make it super long. And I thought maybe you were be tired of the water <laughs> in the background. So this will be a little quieter. But um, we were talking about Jesus and how he has his hand and the power of his hand over the church of Ephesus. It also means the church that submits to his control will be continually secure and purified by his loving care. He goes on to say in Revelation, he walks among the churches by patrolling the grounds and is on the spot when needed. We can be assured that he will protect us and guide us in our dark world if we actually submit to him. This is an awareness that we actually need today as well as him speaking to the church of Ephesus. If we're his citizens and we live in the fear of the world and the devils who run it, we begin, we begin to lose our salt and our light. Our lampstand is spoken of in Revelation. We must return to the spiritual reality that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. And he holds us firmly in his hand and walks around us moment by moment. I mean, if you can visualize that, you can really believe it. And if you don't believe it, start visualizing it. Jesus loves us so much. He is the Lord. He is the King of this world. He is our connection to the Father. At this point in Revelation, the church of Ephesus needs the Lord's assessment because they're being swallowed up by the duty of their, by duty, doing things for God rather than sitting in his presence. And, and he, they need to return to their first love. Je Jesus begins to speak words of encouragement, courage, correction, and promise to the Ephesians in Revelation 2. I know your deeds, Jesus says, your hard work, your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who have claimed to be apostles but are not and have found them false. See, we do that. We're testing everything we see in here. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. You see, the believers in Ephesus were not working for the Lord for the hope of salvation. They were working for the fruits of his salvation, the fruits of his spirit, the fruits while living here on earth. They knew to choose the power of the Holy Spirit to gain the opportunity God had placed before them every day. Without the Holy Spirit, we can't do this. Jesus says, I know and see your perseverance, hard work, and you have endured for my name and grown, and not, and not grown weary. These believers were very good at calling out false doctrines. And they called out false prophets. We need to be good at that too. Because any tr untruth that we believe are in agreement with opens doors to the devils. Jesus continues to encourage them in the midst of severe attacks from the government, the surrounding community, as well as some within their own church. They had endured hardships, mocking, because they gave their heart to Jesus instead of giving in to the pressures of the worship at that time were Roman and Greek gods. Again, is this, an, this something that we're all dealing with right now? In the midst of all the happenings of their city, they had grown physically, emotionally, and spiritually weary. weary and sought ways to serve Jesus with good works, forgetting to seek his presence. After studying about the church of Ephesus, I have to tell you, I felt a little exhausted for these people. 
because they were so busy working for God. When actually God just wants our devotion. He wants you to sit down, stop watching, reading, doing all these things, and just focus on Jesus. Visualize his feet. I, I can see his feet, so I always think about his feet. And his gown, his blue eyes. Focus on our first love. G- Paul tells, tells the church of Ephesus in the book of Ephesians, in chapter 6, verse 24, Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ, and love our incorruptible, and love with a, a love of incorruptible, an undying love, or an unfailing love. The church of Ephesus loved the Lord with all their heart, with all their soul and strength and mind and will. However, over time we read they become seduced by the world's concern and abandon him, their first love. I mean, this is no different than how we live today. I mean, just that little blip in the concerning the banks. We get scared because we won't be able to take care of ourselves. But God feeds the birds, even if that did happen to the banks and our money was gone. He feeds the birds. He'd find a way to feed us. We have to remember this. Jesus is calling us to discipline ourselves to seek his river of divine intimacy. He says, stay in Ephesus, seek his spirit of truth, where we sit, wait, and listen for his spirit to speak to us. He invites each one of us to enjoy the fruit of the tree of life in his garden. We read about this in Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the spirit says to the church. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is then the paradise of God. The promise was given by Jesus as a husband to his bride, us as believers, and the church of Ephesians, the church of Ephesus, with the hope that the Ephesians, through the truth and power of the Holy Spirit, would be restored to their passionate love for Jesus. That's it in a nutshell. What keeps you or me constantly outside of the presence of God? The things we think about, the things that take hold of our hearts. So as I was pondering this, the Lord began to speak and he wanted me to share the word. He said, Beloved, everything must be fulfilled that is written in my word about my son, the law of Moses, the book of prophets, and the book of Psalms. So many still unable to read my word. I want them to know I have sent the promise. Remain in the city of Ephesus to learn to be clothed with my power from high. Do not cover up your inequity, for I see everything. He means confess your sins. Let go of control. Letting go of your control blots out those provoking builders, those little demons in our heart harassing us. They will flee, leaving each in peace and in my presence, said the Lord. Simple honesty allows new walls to be built within each heart, giving way for my work to begin. These walls of repair will go up quite quickly, closing all gaps, quashing those little gods, fighting to conspire and create hindrance for you. You see, the light of my sun overthrows, scatters, and guards your walls, restoring the splendor of Jacob. Shielding your branch connected to my vine. Belief of my light, word of God, is essential. Gaze into it. 
Let my rays of yellow and white outshine all darkness within one's heart. Reach out and touch it with your hands. Begin to testify to it. Proclaim it for truth. I always say, (laughs) believe it and receive it. For me, for within my light, he said, not one will taste death before entering my kingdom of power. It's in this place my leaves of healing shall be found within my tree of life, stitching up every area within one's heart so buried they have been unreachable until now. Lift your arms straight up to heaven. Grasp the belief that I've come to heal your land of your heart. Why do you hesitate? said the Father. Search my word to dwell in my prosperity. Watch as your heart is no longer afflicted silencing devious speech of oneself and others to bring springs of life flowing from your lips. I have my heavenly hosts waiting with flaming swords to guard your way to my tree of life. Blessed are those who keep their eyes on me, washing their robes, confessing their sins, so that they may enter my city gates, his presence. But the gate is narrow and the way is straight that leads away to life leaving your worldly desires behind and concerns, free of all burdens. Few are willing to find it. They do not gain access to my tree of life, where all things, if you don't, (laughs) excuse me, they do not gain access to my tree of life, where all things are possible. I have drawn you. Now step out in faith to receive my free gift, the Holy Spirit. Saints, I hope this blesses you today. I pray God's wave is coming into your hearts. I feel the presence of the Lord here today, and I know He is drawing us. He wants to wash over us. This is the harvest. This is the harvest for our hearts. He's coming to harvest your heart. Shalom. Take care. Bye-bye.